Hello, everyone. Hello. What's up, Louda? Are we back? We're back. We are back again, and you can smell it. And you can smell it. <laughs> so that was the treat about walking into where we are right now. It smelled like delicious baked goods. And you can smell it. Yes. Hello, everyone. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing fine, Lauda. How You're are you? You're quirky today. Well, you know, I'm, what did I say I was? I said I was hot and tight. Oh. I'll explain that one later. <laughs> Hello, everyone listening. We've, we're bantering. Yes, we are. We're bantering because we always get very excited to get on these hot mics. We do. Right? And the mics are hot. Yeah. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Yeah, so what are we doing? We're here with uh, Queen's Best, the podcast, a podcast of the Queen's Chamber of Commerce, where we provide this amazing space for small business owners to be able to tell their unique stories and tell us about their wares. And you can find us anywhere and everywhere you get your podcast, and you can see what we're sticking a fork in on our Instagram. Right. And you can dial in to www.queenschamber.org. All kinds of good stuff there. Terrific good stuff. We have a great episode for you. As always, That's we're right. thrilled to be joined by Hilda Melendez, who is part of the dynamic duel behind the designer cakes at Blue Royale. Cakes located here in beautiful Ozone Park. That's right. And it's another really wonderful storefront. Um, I always love it when we walk up and see these beautiful doors that are painted and lovely. And this is one of those spaces. And you know, they actually have two spaces now. Do they? I wasn't aware of that. Yes. Just up the street, they have another bake shop that sells um, provisions as well. So you can pick up your gear to do your own baking. And uh, back when I started working with these amazing sisters about a year ago, we got them a small grant to put their HVAC system into that new space. Mm. So really good story. And the other sister is? Sashari. And she is not with us today because she is about to give birth. Congratulations to you, Sashari Melendez. Kudos. By the time this this episode airs, there will be... A little baby. That's right. Another one to listen. More nice. ears. Nice. Right? And last time, who did we? There was another wonderful place where we were at that had an, an amazing exterior. Are, are we allowed to say that all of them are our favorites? Because that one was it, another one of my favorites. It was actually really, <laughs> really, really cool. With a little superstar who runs that place and owns it. It's amazing. He's pretty Why, cool. Where did we go? We were with By Cash Carvel at while in Kathmandu. That's right. We went to Kathmandu and tasted incredible food. There's some really good pictures of that food on our Instagram. And Bikash was just wonderful. And his story was amazing. And he had a lot of really wonderful words of wisdom for the community and for restaurant owners. He did. He was a wealth of knowledge. I sat there and I was just, aside from the food that we tasted and the fish head that I ate. You did I eat a just, fish head. I, it, it was a it was crunchy. It was so good. It's like Lay's potato chips. Um, <laughs> but it was just, it was such an education from him that he was so, well, you'll hear it when you listen, because yeah. I know you're going to tune in and listen to that episode, and you'll hear it, and it was, it was quite the story. Yeah. An amazing story. What's trending in your food world? You know, it's, it's kind of, it sounds kind of boring, but it's really exciting. I really like to try the chicken Caesar when I go to new places. Really? So I've had... A couple of good ones around town. 
Um, and we are, we're actually kind of in a chicken space ourselves. I have to, I don't know if this is appropriate for the podcast, but my husband and I went back to hot yoga. Oh. So we're trying really hard to keep our old bodies in good shape and Bikram yoga food. is challenge. a challenge. It that is. is like a lot. I, yeah. I did that about ooh, almost 10 years ago. Yeah, you literally leave parts of yourself in there. I left everything there and I never went back again. It's hard to eat around that kind of a program, it though. Is. What's trending with food in your world? It's Jeff? not so much food. I'm always eating like I was saying before. I'm always thinking about food, but it's beverages. Ah. And yesterday I had for the first time a honey bee latte. Oh, I have no idea what that is. It's a latte with honey and vanilla and nutmeg, and it mm. was really, really good. Almost this really sounds cool like chai. little, uh, yeah, kind of, but it was, you could taste the honey. Because that chai tea we had at Wild and Kathmandu oh, was, that was heavenly. Really good. Yeah. This honey bee latte was at a spot in Jackson Heights, oh. actually. So who knows? We might. Swing by there one That's day. That's right. And have to go there. Grab something. So coming up in the next segment, after we play a little of this hot music from our hot guy, who our hot our what did you call him? It was that music that you, what did you call it last time? I know. I don't remember what I said. Something. Disco music or no something. I mean, disco. <laughs> so when we come he's back. He's got the beats. He's, he's really got, got the, the beats. beats down. He's got the beats. So after you hear the beats. The next voice that you'll hear joining us will be that of Hilda from Blue Royale Designer Cakes. We can't wait for you to hear that. It's going to be wonderful. Just like that. That's right. Yay. Oh, my gosh. We're very excited. So we're here with Hilda Melendez from Blue Royale Cakes, one of the sisters. And uh, we're really excited to hear about your story, about your shop, about your cakes and everything. How are you? I'm good. Good. (laughs) Tell us about you. Please. Um, I mean, I've been doing this for going on eight years now. Um, been at the bakery. We opened literally January 2020, like right before the pandemic hit. But I've been doing it from home for a while. It's pretty exciting, like being in the actual location. Makes it like, you know, having work balance and life balance a little bit easier than doing it straight just from home. But it's been a little rough, especially in the beginning. During pandemic, it was like, are we going to pull through? It was by far one of the hardest years for us. Did you guys make the decision to have your brick and mortar before the pandemic hit? Yes, we uh. did. We had no idea like that the pandemic was going to hit how it hit. Um, we really had just gotten back from vacation. And then within that week of coming back, everything closed. So 
we had to shut down our doors for pretty much the whole year of 2020. What we were doing was just taking in like small orders or like custom orders, having people just pick up outside. No one came in. It was literally just us two in here. And during the summer, it was just us two sweating. Like it was just, wow. it was hard. Gosh. Back in the summer of 20, in summer 2020. Okay. Yes. Back wow. In. Like in that summer. Um, and we did that for two summers, actually, in the room. I just got an AC through oh. a grant. <laughs> That's right. Yes, it was not easy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So what kinds of, what products were you guys doing? What's, what's your first products? What's your favorite products? What do you guys do? So I wanted to focus a lot on, you know, the fact that I'm in Puerto Rican, and there's not that many Puerto Rican bakeries in the area or in, like, in the city, which is kind of because you would think you will find more, but it's really not that easy. So I try to focus on bringing in like Puerto Rican um, desserts, pastries. So one of them is like a quesito, which is a puff pastry wrapped with cream cheese in the middle and then a glaze on top. And then another one is pastelillos de guayaba, which is again a puff pastry, but guava inside and powdered sugar on top. And it's so, it's so good. It's so good. Yes. So, and then um, top flavors we have is, like, we also provide, like, Puerto Rican almond cake, which not a lot of people make. And people be so excited when I say that I do provide it, especially fellow Puerto Ricans in the area. So, yeah. So, these were all recipes from growing up? How did you, how did you so come up the, with So, the quesitos and the um, pastillas de guayabas, yes. I grew up, like, every time I would go to Puerto Rico, we would stop at the bakery, especially in um, the same, like, pretty much the area my dad grew up in. And one of the first things we were always going in the bakery to buy is... Quesito and a malta. Like, that would be the first thing we would get, and we would eat it. And I grew up just always going into the bakery and grabbing that one item that I always loved. So I, that was one of the main things I wanted to perfect. It took me a while to perfect it, but I was able to talk to other um, um, bakers from out in Puerto Rico to be able to see how it was being made. Especially my mom, she went back to Puerto Rico a lot to do a lot of research. And we were able to also bring over a couple of things from the island. So... You travel back to Puerto Rico actually to get ingredients. You just don't like get ingredients locally. You like, okay, we're going back and we're going to mm-hmm. bring things back. So how often do you make that trip? We try to make that trip myself at least once a year. My mom tends to make it a little bit more, at least two to three times a year. We'll bring back things like vanilla, the guava straight from Puerto Rico, the glaze, little things like that to make it a little more authentic for people. So that when they do have it, they, they feel like they're back home. It is actually authentic Puerto Rican dessert. So where did the name Blue Royale cake come from? It's my favorite color. Ah, <laughs> that's easy. So, yeah, it, um, it took me a while to come up with a name. It took me three different tries. And then I was finding, like, okay, how do I mix it up so that it's still my favorite color, but not full on, like, oh, royal blue. No. Yes. <laughs> oh, my god. So your sister was okay with blue yeah so okay. i already had established a name before my sister came in to help me um like i said since i was already doing it from home for a good like almost five years before we opened up shop she was fine with it she did incorporate the pink mm, into the, the okay. atmosphere because i'm not a pink person she is <laughs> so i you know let her do that that's part. the compromise mm-hmm. on right, the color right. Mm-hmm. tres leches tres am i pronouncing it right tres, tres leches, leches. Mm-hmm. jar cakes what is that about so basically what we do instead of like most people tend to go into a bakery and they'll grab a slice of tres leches cake so what i do instead is i'll put it in a jar i usually either make like sheet cake cut it up in circle I'll put the milk inside, then the cake, put a little bit of buttercream on top, a little bit of cinnamon, 
close it up and now it tends to last a little bit longer than regular sliced cake and stays nice and like moist because people like it when it's like really wet yeah and it's one of our top flavors Tres wow, and you get it in a jar. In a, mm-hmm. Wow. Tres leches is one of my favorites, by the way. <laughs> that sounds really good. Yes. Yes. Amazing. What's the most unique design that you've been, that request has been made for a cake? Mm, I mean, there's been so many cakes in the last three years. I just finished doing oh, like a moon-shaped cake with Buzz Lightyear on the top and like planets around oh. and they love that one. And then I usually get a lot of like handbags, like I tend, I'm really good like sculpting, oh. sculpting cakes, oh. yes. So, like fondant? Yeah, so I tend to make them out of cake and cover them in fondant, yeah. So I've done like a couple of handbags, I've done the, the moon, Um, what else have I done? A house. Wow, <laughs> oh, and a Buzz Lightyear, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. What's the largest cake? 70 a cake so far, that's my largest as of now, hopefully I do get to make bigger cakes later on. Um, usually it's a wedding cake. Mm-hmm. So that one was more of a simple simple design, um, like fondant, big tall flowers, yeah. Gold, emerald, green, things like that. Oh. Wow, so how do people know that you do custom cakes like that? How do they find you? So one of the main, one of our main source of like pretty much like income coming in is Instagram. Okay. We tend to do a lot of our, our, our orders come through Instagram or word of mouth. So all it takes is like one person has that one, the, our pieces of, piece of cake at one, lo- at one party or location. And then that person that did order from us tells them, hey, I got it from Blue Royale Cakes. Here's their number. Here's their Instagram. Look word them up. Yeah, so it's a lot of word of mouth, and then again, people search us up, and then they get to find us. Like our Google, if, um, when we look at our stats, it gets a lot of um, incoming traffic. People searching for bakeries in the area, and there's not that many when you search up in this area. So people tend to either call us, or they'll come in, put in an order, or if they're more comfortable on Instagram, they'll send us a DM. We respond pretty quickly, or email, and we also have a website. So now we've made our website a little more easy for people to, like, navigate, and we have packages on there. We have a submission where you can send a submission, and we'll respond to them pretty quickly. You offer classes? Yes, we do. What? What's that 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 entail? (laughs) So I just started um, offering classes, so I teach other bakers that are new to the um, industry pretty much how to frost cakes. Um, Some want to learn how to structure cakes, how to... um, do tier cakes, how to learn how to price it, because it's one of the things we do yes. cover in the class. Mm-hmm. It's a one-on-one class, making it easier than being a group class, because I take all, pretty much, I give them a lot of knowledge within the five to six hours. Sometimes I kind of go over, because I talk a lot, when and I give a lot of information. I price down a whole cake with them, let them know, like, okay, this is how you should be pricing. Just because you're doing it from home doesn't mean that we're not using the same ingredients. Right. We should be pricing it about the same level. It shouldn't be that as at a home baker, you should be pricing less to me because you feel like you're from home. Right. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. So what? how did that come about? What made you decide to become a cake mentor <laughs> for all of these other bakers? Incredible. So basically, when we opened up the second location, a lot of the bakers that were coming in kept asking, oh, do you guys offer classes? Oh, um, are you going to start offering classes? And then my, one day, Sashari was just like, you know what, Hilda, let's just start it off. Let's see what happens. So since I started in September, I've had at least, I believe it's five students. Yes. Wow. 
Wow. Yes. And then you slipped something new in there. You have a second location. Tell yes. us about <laughs> how that happened. So the second location was, I was talking about it for about a year before it actually pulled through. Um, I was telling my mom, hey, you know, we used to have a baking supply um, in the area, and then it closed down oh. back last year in February. And then I was telling my mom, hey, there's a lot of bakers in this area, and we definitely need a supply store. Some. <laughs> Sometimes you get a last-minute order as an at-home baker, and you can't get your stuff on Amazon, so you have to right. rush to the supply store. So the only other supply store in the area, in Queens, for example, is all the way in Corona. Wow. But somebody that lives in Ozone Park or South Ozone Park to get to Corona, it takes anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour if you're driving. If you're taking a train, that's going to take you about an hour and a half. And you have to factor in all this time that's going to take you to get that one last-minute cake board, cake box. Right. For that one cake that you're probably only charging like $200, now is that worth it? So I told my mom, let's try it out. We found a location. It's only about 10 minutes from our first, mm -hmm. and it's been a success ever since. And mm -hmm. that's really incredible, though, because you're filling gaps in the community and in the neighborhood where those things don't exist. That's mm -hmm. amazing. Yes. And the name, I mean, when people, when I Googled Blue Royale, you're shop popped up every time i typed in blue royale boom 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 your shop popped up yes it's a very it's a pretty unique name so pretty much if you do search up our name directly our name our website should be probably i believe it's like the first one that will pop up and then our second location is called royale suites so it's like a sisterhood to this one there you can go in grab a couple of things ready to go like ready to go cakes ready to go desserts and then as a baker you can stop pick up edible images a cake board cake box the main things that most of us as bakers that do it from home tend to buy as we get orders. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. And you're all five boroughs, correct? So you deliver yes. to all five boroughs? Yes. I've had cakes go to Boston. People come from Boston. I've, got, I've had cakes go to um, Pennsylvania. I've had cakes go to Jersey. Yeah. So it's not just the five boroughs. It's been a little further out, too. Nice. Wow. Wow. It's incredible to see how much you guys have branched out. How is business going? How are things going now? It's, we hit a little bit of a rough patch over the summer. Um, it got a little bit on the slower side compared to what I'm used to because I'm kind of used to doing putting out anywhere between 15 to 20 cakes a weekend. Whenever I hit like a slow for me will be considered anywhere between five and below. While somebody that's doing that from home, that's considered like, yes, that's a good weekend. For me, it's just like, oh, the, you know, that's an easy weekend. And I tend to do most of the items by myself. I was just able to hire um, one of my employees about a year ago, and she's been a great help. But a lot of the things that I do do, I do by myself. I do a lot of the frosting by myself, the baking and putting the cakes together. So it's been pretty, yeah. Have you, been, have you guys been thinking about ways to build up the business and get it out more? Do you have stuff that you'd like to do, but you just can't do it yet because yeah. there's not enough of you? Yes. The main thing that's been over, a little bit of a struggle in the last two years has been trying to hire people or like bring people in that we can trust being that because we are a family owned business. It takes, you know, more trust to bring somebody in and to trust them to like either close my store or open for me or like finish a cake for me. Right. It's hard for me to give up that reign where it's just like, hey, yeah, you can finish it for me. I'm, I'm going to step back and let you do your thing. Right. And then trusting somebody that has good intentions sometimes is a little bit harder in this industry where you don't want somebody like to step on your toes or like try and steal your customers and see what you're doing so that they can do it from home. So, so staffing up, what would 
what would you, what could a queen, what could Queen's Chamber do for you? Blue Royal cakes. Uh, top three things. Um, one of them, I mean, you guys pretty much help us with a lot. Um, for example, Laura's always sending us like grants or like <laughs> how to apply for grants or loans. That's be always been one of our biggest concerns because since we started, most of the capital has really been savings and out of pocket from us. Okay. Um, we haven't really gotten any loans, honestly speaking. We don't have any debt. I think we have one credit card, and if that, wow, yeah, that's <laughs> amazing. You're gonna have to teach classes <laughs> on that next. <laughs> yes. So that's been um, one of the greatest helps from Queens Chamber. Um, bringing in people that kind of know a little bit of the industry, and then being able to grow with them, that'll be another help for us. And then other than that. Um, I mean, you guys do so much already. Seriously, you guys are always looking out for us. Laura's especially, she's always looking out for us. She's always sending us emails left and right. We're always reading them. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, and I send the follow-up like, I haven't heard from you in a while. <laughs> yes. How are you guys? You're still and out there. That's what we're here for. That's yes. what we're here for. Yeah, and this opportunity, too, to sort of build a little bit more exposure so people know that you're here. I mean, Puerto Rican desserts, like, we need more people to come and buy this stuff and eat it it's <laughs> delicious we're gonna taste something Definitely. i think yes I'm looking forward to that that's that's the dog whistle for okay it's time to get to that point where we're gonna have to try something so i'm ready to try something are you ready to yeah absolutely and i also saw a sister sneak in so we might have to get her on the podcast yes definitely she's even better equipped to like do this part <laughs> i tend to be the shy one no, you're not shy. you're definitely not, not shy so we're going to try something. Okay, perfect. That sounds good. All right, excellent. So we have been joined now by Hilda's sister, Sashari, who's going to share a little bit with us, too, about the business, what your role is in it, what you're doing right now, and thoughts for our listeners. So I'm usually in the back end of things. Um, I usually handle the social media, the emails, um, uh, the order processing, invoices, and um supplies and inventory so I'm usually in the back end and Hilda's usually in the in the front showing face. <laughs> do you do you try yeah. your hand at baking as well? Are you a good baker? I have not actually. Um, you got to take one of Hilda's classes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I graduated from I did uh, my business major so um, I she's all in the culinary things. I've never tried baking. I don't think it's my forte. <laughs> you stay in Aww. your lane. Yeah. But it's amazing that you guys get to do this as a family yeah. business. It's fun. It's fun to, to see everyone's growth throughout the years and, and see how they can. We all can input in certain um, different aspects of the business and come together and see it all um, just see it all come to fruition and, and, and be, be, be nice. It's bringing the family together. I love that. Yeah. Right, and you get you have more work now that you have the second shop because you got yeah. the inventory and everything yeah, yeah. to do. So. And, and I feel like it's more um, face to face with customers. There's a lot of more um, dealing with customers and um, a lot of different bakers. Um, um, I'm usually dealing with just one baker, which is my <laughs> sister, but now I'm dealing with other people's um, um, orders and trying to help everyone out. Well, you guys are just a wealth of knowledge for the neighborhood and community, too. So for any of the listeners, you can go in and get tips, get yes. products, get anything you need to Take do your class. home baking. Oh, yeah. so great. A one-on-one. -on -one. And yeah. I see there's delicious 
this. I know. Nearby. You're going to have to get on here and tell us what we're eating and describe this. Yes. All right. <laughs> so, this is, so, so this one is a pastelillo de guava. Oh, this is guayaba. the guava. Oh, my gosh. And it's hard to get good guayaba, good guavas yeah. here. Like, I always have to go to Mexico just to get a ripe one off a tree. Yeah. And it's really delicious. It's like a puff pastry with guava filling mm. topped mm-hmm. with um, powdered sugar. It's really delicious. It's like that oh. flaky, you get the flakiness and the guava. Right, it's very concentrated. That's, some, yeah. that's a, what you yeah. make yourself. And, she, really and, and we got our recipe from Puerto Rico, so um, mm. yeah, it's very similar to the ones you find in Puerto Rico. Wow. It's very flaky. Yeah. Yeah, delicious. It's just not as popular a flavor as you would yeah. think, given what an amazing fruit. It's actually my kid's favorite fruit. Really? Yeah, <laughs> and it's hard to get it into anything. Yeah, it's not really as popular of a fruit. Mm. I have to go south. <laughs> Delicious. That is good. I know yeah. I have powdered sugar all over me. So <laughs> it's, all right. it's a wonderful experience. We've made a huge mess with powdered sugar. We have. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and this... It's Ooh. our infamous tres leches. Wow, the first thing I notice is its density. It's yeah. heavy. Some people like it more moist than others, but it's really your preference. Wow. This looks good. Yeah, it's so tres leches, just to, to say, is my favorite treat of all time in the world. So I'm very excited. This is super wet and nice. Survey says. <laughs> I'm one of those who likes mine, like, super wet. wet. Yeah. yeah. So this is my favorite. My favorite. When I was a kid, if they didn't have tres leches, I would just let the ice cream melt in the oh, birthday cake to try to nice. get the similar yeah. effect. <laughs> Soggy cake is my favorite. Oh, that's good. Isn't it good? It really is. And I'm not a fan of soggy, yeah. but this mm. is good. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I don't like mine too soggy. I would just put a little bit. Of the milk. Wow. It's, That's good. It's really delicious. Really delicious. So what are your thoughts on, like, getting, you know, getting a bigger clientele base? What, what do you think we could do to help, or what, what would you need to bring in more customers? Um, but yeah, so our current um, goal is to continue expanding with the bakery, um, bringing in more quality orders versus quantity. Um so um, getting into like big uh, corporate events or um, weddings, um, uh, big bigger parties that that would allow us to uh, expand our creativity as well um, because there's just so much we can do that we haven't because we haven't had the opportunity to just, um, you know, just focus on more creative designs and um, uh a lot of party favors that we love to do and they're very popular um, and I know that's something that we can um, continue focusing on um, but yeah we, we want to expand and, and continue bringing in um, quality clientele that is going to stick around for years on um, and I think that that's very important we've had um, a lot of our clientele now is people who have ordered 
you know, they started from their baby shower cake and then their first year and second year and third year. So we love that's to see nice. that growth. And um, they, they usually just become part of the family. And that's something that we look forward to when we bring on um, all, all of our clients. Have you considered, and this is a thought I had, you know, large corporations oh, have partnerships like Nike will partner yeah. with this organization. Have you considered maybe a partnership with maybe a venue that does weddings and things and you yeah. guys would be like the, the, cake, the cake part of it and they're the... I think that um, because the bakery industry is currently saturated, that everyone has their kind of go-to person currently. So we've tried that in the past. We've tried, you know, connecting with um, event planners and um, seeing if, like, a new event space would come in and join us as a partnership. But um, it's hard to get kind of that trust with them um, and, and build that relationship. So it's kind of like a slow process you start off with you, you know you can um do like a taste testing with them because a, a lot of them focus a lot of on on the taste rather than just just the look of the yeah. cake mm -hmm. um and we know we have both it's just kind of yeah. like getting out there and uh, you know putting in that work to kind of build that relationship with a lot of these um event planners right. and and venue or owners um but yeah, that's really kind of our next step. Just reach, okay. keep reaching out to people, keep working on building relationships. Which is essential, as you know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This is yeah. really delicious. This is good. And a super, super great treat. Well, I just hope all of our listeners do check it out because this, this sister team makes incredible desserts and treats. And I'm sure anything that you want them to build for your special occasion, it sounds like you can exactly. do that. You can make it happen from classes yes. to cakes. Yeah, Love it. So tell everyone where you're located and how they can find you. And We're in uh, Ozone Park. Um, we have our little bakery here across the street from um, the laundry, which is a little difficult to find, but it's right off Atlantic Avenue. And your address? Uh, 9410 80th Street. Um, and your Instagram? Uh, Blue Royale Cakes. And other social media? Yeah, so we're all on, we're under the same name, Blue Royale Cakes on Facebook, um, Instagram, our website, which you can find um, a lot of our packages, um, ready-to-go cakes. We do a lot of last-minute cakes that you can find on there. Um, order it, click on it, order it, and it's processed in 24 hours we can have um, a last minute cake ready wow great wow <laughs> so any parting thoughts any final words of from either yourself or or hilda that you want to share with our listeners nothing we're so grateful to you know have the opportunity to share our story and um be part of the community i think that's very important um, uh, we sometimes um forget that we're part of um, a community that we get to help and bring forth our talent and creativity and we continue we will continue to you know work on creativity and bringing as much as we can for the community uh, with our second location this bakery and hopefully um, we move on to a bigger space which our lease might is us up next year with and we, we plan on either um, expanding the store or just looking at new opportunities to see how we can involve both stores together with the classes because they're very popular as yeah. well. A lot of people love 
We're doing kids' classes, which yeah. is also great. very fun. So, yeah, a lot of new fun things are coming. That's awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Hilda, anything? <laughs> She's shaking her head. <laughs> She's no. like, can't She's I just like, be I've the baker? I want to be. No, it's wonderful, it wonderful is. to hear from you guys. And I mean, yeah, we, I want to definitely take part in getting more people to participate in this. And so definitely. It's beautiful. Spread the word. Louder yeah. your yes. final thoughts. I always say be adventurous and support your local food businesses. Oh, yeah. Most definitely peace and love. Follow us on Instagram and follow Queen's Chamber at, on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Queen's Chamber. This has been great. Until you hear our voices again, we are out, and thank you for listening and joining. Thank you.